It's time for the Trackside Results Show on Blue Jay 96.3. The Trackside Results Show is brought to you by State Park Speedway, Central Wisconsin Vending, ANA Lock Service, your key authority, Hilltop Auto Wrecking, Leeds' Shell Service, and Jay's Auto Center. And now, here are your hosts, Kurt Keen and B. Ash. Trackside Live here on Blue Jay 96.3 coming here at the Aftershock Bar and Grill here in Wausau. We got another show in the books. We got Mark Mackesy's race car. We got plenty of guests to get to. Uh, a lot of racing that happened over the weekend. Maybe didn't happen at some places. Uh, Saturday night we got rained out at Marshfield, which was the right call. Uh, got the uh, rain coming through about 4:45. Had a big thunderstorm, hail, all that. So that one got canceled. Friday night, we had racing at Golden Sand Speedway, which we fought the rain, but we got it in, uh, thanks to the drivers that helped dry the track. And Friday, uh, Thursday night, we raced at State Park Speedway, where we didn't have any rain, but fireworks. Yeah, yeah, no, it was, um, you know, overall, we were able to get those two days in, and that was always good. And then we had um, people were keeping an eye on Slinger Nationals, of course, the week as well. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it stinks we didn't get the Saturday show in, but, I, you know, the right call to, you know, make sure that we were saving fans time, energy, and money of getting out there. And, unfortunately, we couldn't uh, make the decision sooner for a few drivers. But, um, you know, at least we're you know, honoring any of the wristbands and everything from the drivers or reimbursed whatever uh, they wanted to get there as well. But, yeah, that race will not be rescheduled. Uh, we'll just keep trucking forward and... Um, yeah, carry on from there. Well, it's always hard to find dates with everything going on like this week. Marshall and Plover giving up Friday and Saturday for the Deachins Fest. That's coming up the 43rd annual Deachins Fest. Uh, again, we'll be live on Blue Jay 96. So you'll be race directing. I'll be on the radio. Uh, so if you're looking to come on out or, or whatever you got planned on for the weekend, we, we hope that you come out to the racetrack because you don't want to miss uh, the Midwest Tour coming back to State Park Speedway. Uh, Drivers list probably be coming out, and we'll uh, know more about who's going to be there. And I know Luke Fanhouse will be there. He just won the uh, big race, the uh, what? what uh, the, the yeah, the Arca East Series over at uh, Newton, Iowa. Yes. Yeah. So that he was, was going to be here tonight, and he, obviously he has to do uh, some meetings and stuff. So that fortunately we wanted to talk to him about redemption after the Slinger Nationals, uh, with a caution come out with four to go, end up losing the race, and then rebounding on Saturday night. I know Uncle Dave's happy. I'm sure all Mosinese happy with all the money that's been spent there the last couple of days. And uh, we, we enjoyed ourselves Saturday night. Uh, rain out, so we go support some local businesses in the Mosin area. Stopped at a, a nice restaurant. Actually had a good dinner, and it was good to do something besides racing. So Yeah, very, very nice. Um, yeah, Two's Company in Mosinese, if you haven't been there. Make sure to check it out, especially on Saturday night for the Prime Rib. Uh, it's fantastic over Instead there. Instead of making and... money, we lost money because we sat at uh, <laughs> had a great meal. But uh, yeah, exactly. Do you have his mic off? No, you didn't. You had it on. You're all good, Steve. Steve was telling us yeah. all about the monkeys and all this stuff, a uh, little music history. <laughs> but we're here to talk race. And again, our next show, we're going to take a few weeks off. We'll be back at Charlie's Bar. That's uh, on Monday, August 7th, over on 1447-46 County Road N. That's towards Marathon. Again, who won the cup race today? I was um, listening on Blue Jay 96.3 at work. Yeah, Martin Truex Jr. ended up getting the win uh, in the delayed uh, cup series race at Loudoun. So 
Jerry Wicks was happy because he has him in the NASCAR pool, oh, so nice. he was okay with that. So Tonight over here at Aftershock, we got the wing special. Uh, Kim, uh, the sauce bus, saucing him up. Kim's BS Sauce, great sponsor of our show, along with State Park Speedway, which we have tickets for uh, this weekend uh, for Saturday only. I also got tickets uh, from Dell's Raceway Park. That's good for the rest of your Jerry gave us some tickets. I want to thank him. I know we got some other drivers that gave us some stuff that we'll hit when we give those giveaways away. Yeah, and there's um, also some second and third place prizes that will be done with the 50-50 raffle tonight, too, thanks to Aftershock. Yeah, and uh, at our shows, we do a 50-50 raffle. Quarter goes to uh, the winner. Quarter goes to a drive. Yeah. And yep, WCAR, we have a raffle license, so you – it's legit. We, <laughs> yeah. It's not uh, makeshift, so we get shut down by or get audited. But, uh, yeah, it's always good to win some extra money. And even if you don't make our show or show up, uh, you can win some money. I think one year Greg Blount over the years said he won over $2,200. Yeah, so, it's not too bad at all. It's, all it's about a great opportunity to yeah come out and have a great meal and uh, socialize a little bit because you don't all get time to do that at the racetrack. So no, you nice should get yelled that. at, yeah. I um, also want to thank Central Wisconsin Vending. Dave did show up. There he is. Uh, leads the shell service. Hilltop Auto Wrecking, Jay's Auto Repair. Again, and then all the sponsors that help with the live broadcast that uh, will happen for the memorial races. So we'll get to some results. Biash, since we got a lot of good, uh, what do you say, uh, guest, uh, what, what do you call it, uh, novelty? Um... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, something to that effect, right? But we were, uh, yeah, looking at uh, Thursday night over at State Park Speedway, uh, four-cylinder mods. Tim Anderson got the win. He's listening. He said he's going to make it one of these times. He's he's uh, yeah. working for solutions. So said, I'll be tuned in tonight. So I know he's listening. Congrats on another win. I think that's his fifth of the year, maybe even sixth. It's been, yeah, he's been pretty darn impressive so far. And then Snappy Joe ended up with a second-place run. Dietz was third. Cameron Chemnitz was fourth. And Brad Apt rounded out the top five for the mods. In the uh, stocks, the four-cylinder stocks, Eric Breitenfeld got another feature win on the year over Garrett Strakota. He had the bottle of uh, in the back pocket, I saw. Yeah. He's a daddy now. Yeah, I, I didn't know if he was bringing it for Garrett or, or bringing it. No. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. So, uh, But, yeah, Eric got the win over Garrett. Luke McCoola, Ashley Shuni, and Tyler Custer were the top five there. Uh, Zach Budleski got back out. Good to see he was out and had fast time. Yeah, he told me in the pits, he goes, I'm going to be fast time tonight, and he did. It was yeah. good. No, it looked really good. A little swagger, you know. Hey, I'm going to do it. You better back it up when you say that, right? <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I don't want to hear excuses. No. Pierce Stocks, Dave Kabelka got another feature win over Brett Breitenfeld, Kyle Cleats, Kyle Check, and Steve Schilling. Um, and then Super Late's Justin Mondike got a win on the season over Jason Weinkoff, Jevin Gorelski, Brock Heinrich, and Travis Volm. So, again, racing uh, continues at State Park this weekend. we got the Friday-Saturday show. Friday is the Big 8 late models along with Legends, Mini Stocks, Mini Mods, and Bandoleros. And then Saturday is the ARCA Midwest Tour with the Bandoleros, Pure Stocks, Mini Stocks, and Mini Mods. So that's the schedule. I totally forgot about Legends. Okay, that'll be good. So that uh, starts normal time on Friday night. Saturday starts an hour earlier. Yes. So, and, uh, so are... sometimes they've done an hour and a half earlier because of extra qualifying. Yeah. So I think it might be an extra hour and a half for qualifying and then hour earlier for racing. All right. So we got to make sure I got to get my, my singer there in time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, we also got some racing in Friday, like you mentioned earlier, at Golden Sands Speedway. So we had the Super Lates back there and a pretty decent turnout again. 
of Super Late Models at Plover. And Kendrick Cryer got the feature win over Michael Hager, who was there for his first time and had fast time. Mark Eswine, Wyatt Brooks, and Tucker the Beast ended up with a top five run. So he's here with us today. Yeah, he's going to talk and join us. we got to get him before the Racing Roundup show. we got to get all these these guests. We, we're stealing them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know Greg's listening. I'm kidding. Superstocks was Rachel Callis with the feature win on Ladies' Night over Caleb Hurlis, Brian Weinfurter, Jeremy Fleas, and Adam Raykowski. And happy belated birthday to Kathy Raykowski. She celebrated that on Friday. Uh, Brett Breitenfeld got another feature win in the Pierce Stocks. Also had fast time on the night. Over Brian Plish, Kyle Check, Steve Schilling, and Todd Keel. Eric Breitenfeld doubled up over at Plover, getting the feature win over Garrett, Tom Lecker, Tyler Custer, and Justin Boykins. In the mods, it was Brad Apt getting the feature victory. I think his second on the year. Over there, Sean Chemnitz was second, Zach Onsen third, Chuck Dixon fourth, and Anna Mayloff was fifth. And... Six cylinders, Craig Lyon got the feature win over Michael Cluck and Joey Kuhn. So, again, those three were duking it out, starting three wide and everything going in the six-cylinder rear-wheel drive class. And their next race, again, they're taking the week off. Uh, yep. We had a long stretch there at Plover with Friday nights. Uh, I think, what, we did five or six in a row and yeah. battled some weather. But uh, all in all, it's been some good race in there. Uh, to watch Kenrick Cryer win on the outside... And uh, he turned 16 on Saturday, so he was 15 and 364 days would yeah. be the good his math, first. Yeah. yeah, good thing I knew, knew <laughs> one, one <laughs> yeah. number, but yeah, it's that Jerry's telling me I got a minute anyway. So yeah, he uh, that's his first. He's been the guy to beat in the prolates and uh, to use the outside to get the win. And uh, unfortunately, Travis Fulham had some engine issues, which yeah. he was leading the points which will drop a little bit. I believe Mark Eswine is a points leader. He wants to get all that information. State Park and the super late models, Jason Weinkoff, I think, leads 10 over Brock and Justin Mondike. So. I think Brock's up by 10. Over, Brock's up yeah. by 10. Yes, yep. you're right. I was looking at Brock, and yep. <laughs> yep. So uh, they won't be racing for points this Saturday night for that division. The other divisions, they will be racing for points. Correct, yeah. So, yeah, looking forward to another Deachins weekend. Uh, always a great time for uh, out-of-towners and – uh, great to see that. So we'll, we're really excited for that. Yeah, and weekend. we got a DJ on Saturday, Steve Sparb said. So stick around after the races on Saturday night. We get done at a decent time. We can play some music and dance the night away. Again, for the 43rd running of the Larry Deachins Memorial. Again, we're at the Aftershock Bar and Grill. We're going to take a timeout. You're listening to Trackside Live on Blue Jay 96.3. Coming back down by Rick and Sharon's place. Actually, Sharon's place. Rick just uh, does all the PR stuff around here. But uh, we've been coming here the last few years, and always a great venue. Uh, they always got a great fish fry. Check them out on a Friday night. Good uh, burger special if you're coming out to the racetrack. Um, it's what five or six dollars for a burger and a soda and fries. You can't go wrong on a Thursday night. I know we've done that on some Thursday nights off. So always come down and support the aftershock. They always got NASCAR stuff going on. I wonder if they did today. I think they had a golf outing and opening up oh, on a yeah. Monday. It's, you know how it is uh, after COVID and some of these establishments uh, take Mondays off to regather for Thursday through Saturdays. And again, it's a neighborhood bar just past Marathon Electric here on Leonard Street, 1418 
Leonard Street. So, again, yeah. big weekend. You want it? One of those big things you mentioned with the fish fries, you can actually win two free fish fries along with a T-shirt. Again, that's going to be one of the other prizes from the 50-50 raffle. And a Yeti so, thing for, like, those White Claws or whatever. With free drink tickets on Ooh. them, yes. So make sure you buy some extra 50-50 tickets because we're going to have some extra prizes. Yeah, off we'll of draw those. the winner and then the two the other prizes yeah. after that. The first one will be the winner for sure because that's what we will do. Yeah. Again, our 12th year of doing this radio show, and it's the second time we've had this guy this season, and it's great to have him, a guy that knows a lot of history of racing. And I know this is a... One of his favorite weekends. How about a nice hand for Bill Holland? TV Bill, great to see you. Thanks for coming. Hey, thanks for the invitation. I appreciate it. You know, Bill, we come into this weekend. Deachins, uh, you know, it's a, a special weekend. And the history of Larry Deachins, you were a guy that uh, always have been a historian of racing. Uh, what's this uh, weekend bring back a lot of memories for you? It brings back memories. It brings back emotions. Uh, I got to see Larry Deachin's last feature win at State Park Speedway. And it's a race that was captured by a remarkable photograph that shows Larry Deachin's beating Dick Trickle to the finish line by about a car length. And it's a little bit confusing to people who don't know the story because you see the 25 car leading the 31 car. Okay. Trickle is driving Bobby Trzinski's car because his 99 uh, would not fire. So he had to start the feature in the back in Bobby T's Nova. Comes through the field, spins out, goes to the back, comes through the field again, chases down the 25, and they come to the line. Deachin's edges trickle for the win. Yeah, I bet you that place was just going berserk, huh? Oh, the State Park Speedway was going wild. Well, being the Wasa guy and Dick Trickle being Dick, and, you know, we talk about, you know, the history of Larry Deachins, how he lost his life over at WIR um, just a few days later after uh, he had some good stuff coming for him. Right, Bill? The story that I've been told by people close to Larry Deachins was that he was not going to be racing at State Park the following week after his last win because he was going out west to test a car to race in the old Winston West series. Okay. Um, the story circulates that he was testing for a, a Winston Cup ride. That's not the case. But Winston West was a very competitive racing series back then. I don't know if it was comparable to ARTGO or ASA. It was NASCAR sanctioned. I, I think you could put it at that level. Uh, over the years, a lot of great drivers came out of Winston West. So. You know, sadly, we'll never know uh, how that might have turned out. Yeah, unfortunately, lost his life in an accident at WIR with the guardrail. Were you there that night, Bill? No, I was not at WIR. I was doing my internship at TV9 in the summer of 1981. I saw that story come over the wire service uh, when I was clearing the, uh, the wire first thing in the morning, and uh, what a gut punch. It was just... I struggle to find the words to describe that feeling. Uh, just such a horrible loss for for racing and for the Wausau community. Yeah, and over the years, we've seen it now 40-some years, still honoring Larry Deachins, where most of these racers are, you know, I'm only 40, so I wasn't around it. But uh, kind of talk about some of the 
battles and the Larry Deachins memorials that you've been around covering um, the sport here at State Park and, and going around other places that you've been lucky to be a part of just by putting the hard work in. Uh, what are some of the memories you have with all these Larry Deachins? I'm sure you got a lot of footage over the years. The first Deachins memorial I covered, I believe, was 93. I may have the year wrong. Kirby Kurth won that year. Um, I remember... I remember Jesse Hayes winning his first late model feature was the Deachins Memorial. And uh, back then they would do a double feature and then do a points overall. The year Jesse won, I believe it was a single feature. Okay, that's how it was. Just a few, what, a 30 lapper probably back then? Tra the traditional... I think it was 25. The traditional format was two 25 lap features. That's what the format was when Mark Mackesy won his first of, I believe, three. Yep. And, you know, that's kind of a logical fit. Larry Deachins carried number 25, twin 25-lap features. What it's grown into now, uh, Midwest Tour-sanctioned 125-lap race, it, it really is a different animal. That's a, that's a long race for super late models. Especially at State yeah. Park, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, it definitely is. But I mean, it's been it's been one of those those crown jewel events. You know, I know it's really kind of growing into. I think one of our, at least in this area, you know, one of the pinnacle events that if you have not won, you want to make sure you're able to go out and at least be competitive in and have a chance to win. I think everyone who races in this area knows the significance of Larry Deachins and, and wants to win that Deachins Memorial. It brings in drivers from out of the area. We're going back a few years, but in 1996, a driver named Bob Fox came all the way from Washington State. Wow. He was that moved by Larry Deachins. That's, that's why he came halfway across the country the long way to come yeah. and, and <laughs> yeah. run this race. Yeah, talk about a distance, you know, yeah, and I think if you ever see it, you know, Mark's won three, Trickle's won three, Do Donnie Waller has won three, right? Donnie Waller has won three. Yeah, that, you know, think about Donnie, he hasn't been racing a long time, but Donnie was pretty smooth back in the day with that beautiful looking four Hardy's machine. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I've, I've got to get a plug in for my real job, uh, the racing roundup show. Oh, I know Greg's uh, listening right now. Night. Um <laughs> We've got highlights of one of Larry Deachin's big wins in his racing career. He won the very first Slinger Nationals. We've got oh, yeah. a nice highlight segment showing this year's Slinger Nationals, how that played out. So I hope folks yeah. uh, go online and check that out. I was just there being a fan and had a great time. Um, what a what a, a venue, what a crowd. I mean, that's great what, seeing what local short track racing is and, you know, it um, you know, you, the, the trophy. The trophy is named after Larry Deachins. Um, I was hoping, you know, and I gave Ty a congrats, and Ty got back to me. That was cool. Um, but it was, uh, you know, I was hoping that trophy would come back to Wassa again. Uh, a few years ago, I took the first ever Larry Deachins trophy the Wimmers had, and I took it down, and that's the night Chris Wimmer won it. So uh, you always protect your own, you know, and that's uh, one thing we always get excited about. What are you looking forward to uh, this week, uh, and with the Larry Deachins Memorial, uh, you think it's going to be an upset, or you think it's going to be a tour guy? Well, 
I think it might be a local who runs the tour, but you never know. You just never know. I think the Big 8 race on Friday night will be interesting also. Yeah, a lot of racing going on. Big 8's always exciting. Get guys that haven't seen it, guys that uh, have raced there before, and there's some good good guys in that Big 8. You know, John Reynolds Jr., he's always tough to beat at State Park the last few years, and yeah, it looks to be a good event. You're going to be there both days, Bill? Absolutely. Two days at Deachins Fest. Uh, looks forward to it. Again, if people want to camp, they can get a hold of the Speedway about getting their uh, campsites, and I'm sure people will be starting rolling in about Wednesday, so it's kind of cool what we have going on. Yeah, very much so, and I was just looking, too. Uh, Chris Weinkopf has three um, Deachins as well, um, and then uh, Dick Trickle as well, so I mean, a very good a good stack of those drivers who have three uh, three Deachins wins. That's tough to do. Yeah, absolutely. We kind of hope it's a local, but, you know, we've seen those races maybe uh, when Andrew Morsey went go caution-free. So anything can happen, and it's going to be one you don't want to miss, right, Bill? What do people got to do? They got to be there on Saturday, right? Best place to be to find out how the race plays out at the racetrack. There you have it. How about a nice hand for In the Groove session with Bill Holland? And again, Bill, thanks for coming on out, and I know you want to go socialize a little more. Thanks for the invitation. I appreciate You're it. You're always welcome, Bill. Bill Holland, everybody. We're going to pay the bills. You're listening to Trackside Live on Blue Jay 96.3. Blue 96.3, live from the Aftershock Bar and Grill. At 1418 Leonard Street in Wausau, I was just talking to uh, one of our uh, fans that come down to the show. They said, holy cow, this whole road is full of cars. <laughs> yeah. Don't call Joe Raider towing. You know, we'll get towed away. Well, yeah, exactly. No, it's it's a great turnout. I, we always appreciate everybody making a trip. Aftershock is a great place uh, to come and hang out. And as you said, a lot of the food specials are always excellent here. And, uh, yeah, great drinks, great everything. And here. they support race cars. I know they Sponsor this next guest. We've got Mark's car out there. This next guest wanted to bring the car, but fortunately uh, got caught in a racing incident about a couple weeks ago. Unfortunately, was not able to race last Thursday night and getting it put together in the shop, and it looks like they're going to have it ready to go for Saturday night because he wants to put his name right next to his dad, uh, Jesse Hayes. How about a nice hand for Race Hayes? Race, I know you've been busy getting the car. You're going to have it ready for Saturday night? Maybe practice can you guys practice i don't even know what the rules are if it's open practice they should be able to practice right uh no you're not allowed to practice within two weeks i think of the event but we'll i, I disagree Saturday. with that because jefferson dalton zero went down that thursday night before they had the tour race so i think you might want to check into the rules on that but yeah i think the lines might be a little blurred so. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know i don't follow the rules I'm on, i don't need to looked into and they've said no you know okay practice. okay all right i just i was just making making yeah. sure i'm you know race he kind of got caught up in an incident racing hard um you know ended up getting in a light pole and a lot of people don't know that you got more into the dirt and uh, when you got in the dirt that the pole rotted out and the lights went out in wasa and i think we were on the radio that night but uh you know unfortunately you've had some hard luck this year at state park and you know now you just got to get gathered back together and uh, how do you get the mindset uh, after something like that happens uh you know it's just one of them deals you kind of expect you know that you know you might be on the wrong end of the stick sometimes you know i don't know sometimes you're the hammer sometimes you're the nail so you know you just rebuild and go back and don't think about it and just move on basically. yeah and then when you're not uh, and I, we've noticed this the last couple of years 
um, when you're not uh, racing, you've been helping Chris Wimmer uh, and going on some big races uh, as a crew guy and going down snowball derby uh, on the other side. Uh, have has that taken your game to a different level where uh, basically, you know, you got to tell the old man that set up from 1995 don't work anymore. This is the stuff they're doing. Uh, this is very aggressive stuff where basically you have to be an engineer to work on these race cars. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, if you don't hire somebody to work on these things, then you better you better just put in more hours than everybody else. You know, these setups are just so critical nowadays. You can be off an eighth-inch packer and just the whole night's just garbage. You know, you can't, you know, the car won't turn. So, I don't know. It's it's a lot more technical than it was, but I wouldn't say it's necessarily any harder, you know, because my dad would tell me about these shows he'd go to. and Never you know, They'd have ones. 40 cars, you know. He goes, you could beat 10 of them for having just a – better cleaner car because there are still 30 good guys you know mm -hmm. yeah and true. fortunately you know in the days of racing you know running weekly nights where you see tours and you got a tour here a national tour uh we've seen the car counts uh i know you this year you came down to plover and tried something different uh how was your run there at golden sand speedway yeah, you know, I'm not really sure what happened yet. I'm still kind of, I, I really want to get back there and have another shot at it because I felt like we were good all day and the car reacted with us and we qualified good and then went out there for the race and it was just terrible right from the start. Well, so I don't so, know what the deal was. Well, any, you know, day races there can really change a car and mm -hmm. we've seen that where, you know, track gets a little greasy, the sun pounds on. It's one of the w first warm days of the year where, you know, everyone's just kind of gets their first sunburn in the stands and, you know, it's just a, a, a different animal than on a Friday night. I think you probably want to maybe try a Friday night when you get back uh, the car back out on the track. Um, like I said, I thought the Deachins, or not the Deachins race, the flip race towards the end, you were uh, ready to make a pounce, and you were right there in the top three. So, like you said, you've had ups and downs this year, and I'm sure that was a fun race. And then you come back the next week, and, you know, you've had a fast time, and you're like, hey, well, we did this last week, but this week it wasn't as good. So that's, like you said, it changes week to week, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, I think we've, we've had speed, so we've had a notebook to kind of fall back on, and then we try some stuff and then fall back on that notebook. So I think, you know, we've had good speed. We just got to capitalize on it and get the whole the whole night put together now. Yeah, no, that would be good to get that going. And it seems like, you know, WAS has been your, your main focus, you know, for the most part, just being close to home. But is there is there anything kind of in on, on your, you know, checklist that you want to get done? And is it specifically, is, is WASA the place you want to, you know, get that feature win? Or, or kind of what is, what's your drive and what's your goal and that you'd be the ultimate, um, very excited about? Uh you know, to be honest, this Deegans is like my snowball. You know, all these guys gear up to go down south and go all these bigger races, but I think this is one of the biggest that, you know, we got around here and just means so much knowing, you know, with, uh, you know, Margo just up the road that lives for me and just my dad winning it. And, you know, I'd just really like to get one of those. That'd be huge. And and so your your goal is to be competitive off the bat and you feel like you've got it, you, you, you think you're going to be, I guess this way, would you be happy with a competitive car and like a top 10 run? Or is that something that even because of your experience and how bad you want to win, is that even something that might be disappointing at this point? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd be happy with just putting together a good, solid Saturday. I mean, I wouldn't mind, you know, top five would feel really good just because it seems like we always run pretty good at Wausau, mm -hmm. and then the Deegans comes to town, and somehow <laughs> something goes wrong every time. So I'd just like to run good. Obviously, we'd like to win, but just a good, solid finish would feel good, you know. 
Well, and I think after, yeah, especially after all the work you put in, that would have to be pretty rewarding. And uh, who's been the main drivers behind getting the car back together who's been working in the shop? Uh, well, my dad's been spending a lot of his vacation time in the shop working on stuff. So uh, definitely him and uh, Shuett and me, and we've just been putting in a lot of hours. But it, it really wasn't as bad as we thought it was going to be. Once we got it home, we peeled a lot of parts off it and dang near had it just the interior and chassis. And, uh, you know, we started looking, and we're like, this isn't that bad. I think we can... We can go race some more. Yeah, let's just fix it ourselves here and move on and get to the next one. Yeah, because when yeah. I was talking with you and your dad, when you were getting towed back there, you're like, oh, it's going to be this, this, this. And it kind of it's a bad night anytime you go on the, on the hook. And then you guys assessed it at the track. And since you already had it ripped down, you're like, hey, we're, we're going to do this right. Uh, yeah, could you have probably been back last Thursday? But you're also saying, hey, this is my big one. I I want to be out there for the Deachins. I want to race these guys in the Midwest because we're right there. This is our place. A lot of people don't like our place. This is our house. We're going to defend our turf. And, you know, that's probably the right thing you had to do. Uh, what did you all have to replace? Uh, yeah, I mean, there was just some bent chassis parts, but nothing nothing major that made a difference. More like bumper tabs and radiator brackets, you know, all the, all the good stuff. So we got it all cut off and replaced, and... You know, I think we'll be all right. Didn't really get into any suspension stuff too much, so you know we had to replace a couple trailing arms and stuff like that. But other than that, nothing major. So I don't I don't see it being a problem. I think we'll bounce back and be just as good as we left. Um, I hope. Yeah, yeah. And I know you got uh, aftershock. Uh, Rick and Sharon down here have been supporters of the O2, uh, and there's some other people behind the scenes that uh, you know been supporting you. They're like, hey, we want to help out. Uh, who would you like to thank? Uh, I'd like to thank Aftershock Bar for having us down here. You know, them guys have been with me for day one, since day one. So just got to give it up to them guys for just keep on uh, trusting me. And we're going to get this done one way or another. But I got to give a shout out to Titan Dirt Works and Rain Auto Wash and Omni Glass, Downtown Nails, and just everybody else that helps out. a, &A Lock Service, uh, you know, he saved me the other day. Made a mistake, locked my keys in my truck, so uh, oh. got us taken care of. He didn't tell us that, man. At least you admitted it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of liquid involved with that that might have. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Well, it's probably a good thing you left them in the truck. Yeah. 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 Any other sponsors? Uh, uh yeah, them? yeah. Uh, Badgeland Overhead Doors, Fox Valley Truck, El Tequila Salsa, PGA, uh, Hilltop Auto, and uh, Wimmer Motorsports, you know, Chris for all his wisdom. I don't think he gives me all of it, but uh, <laughs> yeah. enough to get me pointing in the yeah, right direction. Yeah, but you can call him, and he'll, he'll get you in the right direction. It, yeah. Is he um, – now, the rumor mill, is he racing this weekend in the seven car? Um, some people ask me. I, I don't know. I haven't got any confirmation yet. I'm not sure. I know the cars look like they're ready to be raced, but I'm not sure if the driver is yet. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> well, that'd be interesting. That would be cool to see him. He went one each and twice. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, and there has been changes to the track. Um, so where he had a track record with Brock earlier this year, so he might want to try to get that I heard he right wants on. to. And then I heard he also got out there for practice this year to get that seven car ready because he's been wrenching on it. And he goes, holy cow, this thing <laughs> is a lot different. And he goes, I think I need a mouth guard. Yeah, okay. yeah, he told me that he was going to come out there and wear me out. So we'll see. But then he said he took about 10, 15 laps, and he felt like he needed a power nap. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 definitely been rougher. But what is what, what's your take been? Um, you know, on the the repaved sections at, at State Park this year? Uh, I mean, it's hard to say anything bad. I mean, at least they're 
doing something with the track, right? So anytime they put money in, it's hard to sit there and badmouth them, right? I mean, I don't think that it's it's definitely no worse. I think that there was a few bumps when they first did it, and they kind of flattened them out, and mm -hmm. it seems like you can really get the drive off on, uh, like, three and four on the high side. Uh, I think a little more asphalt on the high side of one and two, and you really see that place come around. Yeah, that would be yes. interesting. And it's good to hear the view of a driver. You know, everyone wants everything perfect, right? And fortunately, we live in Wisconsin, and winters rip stuff up, and you got a pond that runs through there. And, you know, I'm glad that uh, they they put the time to get it fixed up so we could have a place to race. But, you know, these cars are just so quick. I mean, one slip up. I mean, Brandon and myself are looking at times in practice, and one day I think you turned like a – it was like a 13, 845 in practice. Someone had a 46. Someone had a 47. It's yeah. like, this is practice. And, you know, it's, and we've had different winners on the fast time. Jason's had a fast time. You've had one. I believe Justin's had two. Uh, Brock's had uh, the track record. So, you know, that's what's been exciting about it. Yeah, fortunately, we don't get, you know, 15, 17 cars. And, you know, yeah. unfortunately, this is what we got. And we're going to continue trying to, uh, have good racing at State Park. And I thought Thursday night's race was, it was great. Um, I think Jason Weinkoff probably wanted five more laps to have a chance at it. But Justin got his first win of the season. After last year, he had 14 wins at this time. So that's how hard it is. Uh, people don't really understand how hard it is to win a feature, let alone the pressure. You know, you could be at the end of the racing and, you know, you get your fans or how come we didn't win tonight? Well, did you see the other guys here? Because we're all competitive, and a lot of people don't know. You went to high school with Brock. You guys hung out at the same class, the shop class. Brock was the class clown. You were the guy that was doing all the fabricating. I'm just saying. And then you had Dylan in there. Dylan was always the quiet one, but you know, you watch those guys. And I'm just proud of the way you guys have come and knowing that, hey, yeah, we we probably have a shot to maybe race with them if we won the lottery. And, Make sure you get your Powerball numbers and Mega Millions, and everyone has an opportunity the way the NASCAR world works. But you know, a lot of people don't know. You know, you watch Luke and Gabe, and they used to race bandos, and they're farmers in the competition. At the end of the day, it's all about bragging rights, and I, I still think there's a lot of support uh, with the races we have, and maybe other people might see it. Oh, they don't like each other. They don't like each other. I don't think it's that case, does it? Yeah, I don't know. I th Like he said, I don't think people realize, you know, you might only get 10 cars there, but those 10 cars are going to, you know, they're, they're very tough cars to beat. You know, all those guys got a really good program going on, and I think you're going to be a little bit surprised when you see those guys show up Saturday to a different track. And I think a lot of these local guys, if they race, you know, I think they're really going to beat up on them guys. We'll see. And so. you'll, you'll see this, too. You'll see some of these drivers that, you know, don't come to State Park but once a year. They're probably coming over there and asking for feedback in a line because it's changed. And uh, I think for the most part, everyone's pretty honest about, hey, this is what you got to do. This is what we're doing. This is what we're trying. I don't know if it's working. If you want to take my advice, go ahead. But that's what makes it a, a fun uh, thing with the way we have racing. So looks like I'm, I, I got my countdowners here, you know. Yeah, it's working out good. Well, I know you got a lot of things going on and, you know, get that car ready, changing anything different. Uh, you're going to put a new number on it or you're going to uh, put some different colors. I know sometimes you change it up. Uh, we're going to bring a little different package, so we'll see how that works out Saturday morning. So, but other than that, I think I think it's going to look about the same. Yeah, there will be packages for sure <laughs> out in the campground. But uh, yeah. I know the campers are coming. There's going to be all kinds of fun stuff for two days and taking in 
uh, a big weekend for us in racing, and I'm sure we'll all be tired by Monday, and we're going to need a few weeks off. So, hey, Race, thanks for joining us. I know you're busy. I know you wanted to bring the car, but uh, how about a nice hand for Race Hayes, everyone? Yeah, thanks for having me. See if you can do it on Saturday night. People want to be there for the 43rd running of the Larry Deachins Memorial. Again, we got a couple more guests to get to. Again, you're listening to Trackside Live on Blue Jay 96.3. We'll call it the prelude to the Deachins Fest weekend. And that's what's cool about how things started when the Wimmers, we were, we had the Larry Deachins Memorial. We're like, how about we make it a Deachins Fest? You know, we have Oktoberfest at the end of the year. That was way before the following, you know. Yeah. When, when you were down at Oktoberfest, we were done for the year. And uh, we're like, let's make a two-day. And ever since the Big 8 comes on Friday night, and we got Legend cars coming, we got Bandolero cars, we got our in-house divisions that have put on some great racing. And we see so many people that we see at different tracks. They come up for the weekend and have a great time. I know our friend Ernie um, isn't going to be able to join us. He's fighting some uh, complications with MS. Uh, they, they got the Coke uh, fail raffle sponsors or uh, uh, gifts that they give away um, you buy their ticket uh, I think we're going to do something for Ernie um, we're going to put uh, just uh, a bucket out there if anyone wants to throw some dollars uh, as his wife Shelly they haven't been able to come down for a couple years has had to take all her vacation uh, they flew him 7-8 hours to uh, Calgary uh, with some expenses they're trying to do a stem cell research on Ernie uh, anyone wants to help out, throw some dollars in that, or maybe we'll pass some hats because I know he'll be watching. I believe we're on MidwestTour.tv this weekend because the Midwest Tours are yeah. no race in America. So. so, again, everyone needs to join us. And then Sunday afternoon, we'll sit by our campers, order some Ropa's pizzas. We've done that in the past, and we'll listen to the NASCAR Cup Series race with M&M Fan Appreciation 400 from Pocono in Pennsylvania beginning at 1.30. On Central Wisconsin's racing station, Blue Jay 96.3 and AM 7.30, streaming live on the WJMT app or on BlueJay96.3.com. Well, we'll talk to the next youngster. He's looking to get a Deachins Memorial. I believe he's won one in the uh, limited late models back before um, the Big 8. Uh, maybe not. Maybe it wasn't that because we've had the Big 8 before and then you joined them. But uh, my memory's not very good. But uh, I'm here tonight, and we got Brock Heinrich joining us. Brock, thanks for coming on out tonight. Yeah, mate. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me again here. It's uh, good to be out. I just woke up two hours ago, so I'm a little glonky, but everything's uh, everything's <laughs> yeah. gold. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, and then that's the thing is, you're a youngster, but when you're not working on the race car, you guys got to do, you know, who's going to work tonight? Because uh, people who work on your race car also work at the same facility, and you guys got to play, like, musical or pick the straw of who's going to work when I have to go racing because this is your time of the year that uh, you need to be out at the racetrack. Yeah, no, uh, Wade's out at the hospital right now. He, he might be listened in, he might not be listened in, but uh, yeah. he's, he's over there picking up the slack. It kind, of, it kind of in a way works out for us because when I'm not there uh, working uh, shift, then he's not out there working. We typically don't have our typical shop night, but uh, we've got a bunch of other guys that are ready to go. Cole's, uh, Cole also works there, and uh, my dad, obviously, and uh, it just kind of shakes things up. But... Uh, it all gets orchestrated halfway decent. We're able to go back to the shop and, and work accordingly based on what the need is. And uh, it just, in the end, it all kind of works out. It's it, it's it's goofy, but it, it works. What night is shop night? Every night then? Tuesday. Tuesday's our main shop night, and then anything else I take care of myself. And Cody's day. usually in charge of keeping everyone in line on Tuesdays? Cody's in charge of tires, rims, women, 
and uh, the snack bar. Well, <laughs> that ain't a bad job. Sign me up. Where do, where, where do I send my resume? <laughs> You're going to have to talk with Cody. All right, so we'll get him on the show. I know he wants to get on the radio. You know, last time we talked to you, you had a, a, a feature win. Uh, you won another one. We didn't have you last week as we we were at, um, where, where were we last week? That other place. Yeah, Hiawatha. <laughs> yeah, Hiawatha, <laughs> the new sports bar, redone. Great facility as well. Great. I'm telling you, Brandon, when you that. get 40, your mind just goes bad. I, I'm shot. This year's done. I can't imagine until yeah. I get 60, you know? Yeah, no. Yeah, I will. I just turned 40, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. But um, Sears been pretty good for you, you know? You've just uh, been consistent. You've been battling for wins. You've been getting fast times, a track record. Uh, would you think after all the work you put in the season, it would pay out like this? Well, I mean, uh, we, we certainly set ourselves up for success. We worked really, really hard over the winter to develop a couple new things that make the car faster. And then uh, we applied it, and I showed up into the beginning of the season with a lot more confidence, and it that really paid off. We just know that every week when we go to the racetrack, we're in contention to win. So even at a place like the Dells, where we, we beat our best finish of ninth uh, with a seventh, and the car was not handling good at all, uh, it, it, there's just the little wins that come with the big wins as well. And I think we just put ourselves in position every week, and we've been really succeeding everywhere we go. We have not We have yet to really struggle during uh, a week's activities, but uh, it's just, uh, I guess I don't really, I, I don't have an answer as to why it's been so good, but I, I know confidence and just showing up with the right mindset has been helping us a lot. In the first race of the year over at WIR, a place that, you know, we race Thursday night, so you don't have much experience going to WIR to end up having a third-place finish. Uh, that's kind of got the ball rolling. Yeah, and that was a hard-fought one as well. I know when we went and practiced there, we were really fast, but uh, it was that was a, a physical battle too. I got kind of fat over the winter, so it was uh, it was harder on me. And the track is really rough, and there's a lot of G-forces, and you got to drive the car hard because there's a lot of grip too. So I, I was starting to fall out of the seat, or seat with about 20 laps to go, and I was just biting or fighting it. I bounced off the wall. Stormy hit me in the in the back, and I got loose under Dalton. I drove through the lawn, came back out. It was just uh, that was a wild one. There was no shortage of excitement. I had some guy in the pits walk up to me afterwards and said, well, thanks for making that race exciting at least. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I'll, I'll take that. And you didn't even well. know who the dude was. Huh? I had no idea. He was a, like a weekly regular. He said, thanks for making that race exciting. I'm like, well, I'm glad you enjoyed it because I was I was starting to get scared. Towards was that the, the guy with yeah. the perfect hair that if you lit a uh, lighter up, his hair would have went up with all the hairspray? I, they, <laughs> they call him Tom Jones. He stands by the light pole. I... And I had a radio I voice. His, I don't remember what his hair looked like. I was already drinking. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, that was a good start of the year. And I think uh, Stormy's like, oh, man. Oh, yeah, his, he, his, uh, his uh, little vlog that he did afterwards. Oh. <laughs> we were talking back and forth in the comments. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing is a lot of uh, different drivers get to see different places. And this week, they're coming to your house. How are you feeling about it? Well, we uh, we ultimately decided we're probably not going to end up running that race and it's just we've got so much to convert with Wade and I being on shift it made it extra difficult to make those conversions we have to put a different spoiler blade on we have to move a bunch of weight around we have to do the four barrel we just have not been practicing a whole lot 
with that particular package. So I think with with this year and the way that things are going and with our dwindling budget, it's just uh, we're we're trying to hang on to what we have for right now and be a little bit conservative because we've been hitting as many races as we can. We mm-hmm. we were going to run a full pullover season, uh, but again, we were working shift, so I. I couldn't get out of work for this last week, and uh, we had to miss that one, uh, even though we were fast there. We've got one more race at Plover before Tundra goes back there, but we tried to cram the schedule and get as many races in uh, for sponsors and fans because they they miss seeing us as much as uh, they're used to seeing us in the years past. Well, yeah. So we're basically just trying to get to the track, and with this one, it's uh, obviously I want to run with those guys, the, the ASA um, tour drivers or Midwest tour drivers are some of the most respectful drivers there are, and the the whole program that they run is just excellent. But so it, just, we, it wasn't going to work out for us. With the rules and stuff, that's and like you said, converting where your car is now, where you're feeling pretty good, how the car's running all season, it would be a quick turnaround to uh, do what you're focused on. Because right now, I believe you're a 10 point lead in the point standings over Jason and Justin. So, you know that that makes sense. Uh, Fortunately, uh, even if we raise some money here tonight, you think you guys could convert it over and we'll help you out? I, I don't know when we're going to work on it. Yeah, that's See, true. See, we're, we're, yeah. we're third shift all week, and Wade, and I, or Wade is as well. We've got one night tomorrow to kind of look over a couple things. Uh, but other than that, it's it, it's just a lot. It's hard to do, and so much work goes into these machines, and anybody here can attest to that. Uh, but we we've... We have yet to miss one, and this is probably going to be one of the first uh, Deachins races we're going to have to miss. We're going to be there, yeah. um, one way or the other, supporting everybody. But uh, it's just it's just a lot, and it, it costs a lot, and it takes a lot of work. So it, at the end of the day, we just It would be nice that you didn't have to work, and it's, racing was just your full-time be, gig. Yeah, it would be yeah, the, the dream, really. I think everyone would yeah. think that. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So what's what's your... What's your top priority this year now where we sit, you know, halfway through, as you said, you know, trying to make sure you're focusing on your priorities. Does it come down to the championship run at State Park? Well, I, I've said it before in the past. I, I hate points racing. <laughs> yeah. I like to go for the win in every heat, feature, fast time, anything that I can get, we're always racing for the win. And then the, the points will come with that. Right. If you're winning races, you don't really have to worry a whole lot about uh, points, but it is cool. It means a lot to me because, I mean, five or six, seven years ago, I was in the stands watching these guys thinking, wow, that's really cool. We got, like, these small NASCARs running around the racetrack. I didn't even know State Park was a thing until around 2008. Yeah. So it was just interesting for me to grow up and watch that and then learn and then get into it, and then we just kept moving up the ladder. So if, if we could secure any kind of super late model Championship. I wouldn't really know what to do with myself afterwards because I've, I'm crossing one goal off right. at a time. And you're yeah. teamed up with Travis Volm, and hopefully Travis can get his motor. I know they're hoping for parts. Uh, something happened on the top end Friday night at Plover. How did that ever, uh, the team uh, uh, bond ship for the Tundra Series ever shape up to be? Well, and again, that was a, that was a points gig. We, we wanted to be competitive all the way through the Tundra schedule. There were a few tracks excuse me there were a few tracks that i felt that travis was absolutely dominant on like uh i know plover and state park and marshfield whenever i watched him he was good he had something figured out and if the car wasn't good he knew how to defend his spot so we kept that in mind and we've been picking and choosing races accordingly and then we we were doing the traveling races because we've shown speed at certain tracks and dells was really the only throwout and that didn't go too bad for us so 
yeah, as long as he gets his car back together, I think uh, we'll end up teaming up. Uh, and... Most of that day at the Dells, you were right up there. Like you said, the seventh, you started up there, faded back, came back. Uh, it was a good night for you. Anytime you can go out of a racetrack better than what you ever finished, uh, those are always those little side wins. Yeah, you didn't win the race, but uh, you take something from the next race. Uh, well, since you're not going to be racing uh, Friday and Saturday, you want to join me in the booth? Yeah, absolutely. That'd be a blast. All right. There you Count so, me in. All right. When well, do I got to be there? Um, When's happy hour? Well, you, you can show up after happy hour. I think it's 530 on Friday. Uh, racing's at 7, so anytime after 7, you could join us. All right. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Brock's going to be announcing. I mean, we, 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 watch there out. We go. might be a team, a, a dream team like no other, like you and Travis <laughs> are doing on the Tundra. But uh, thanks for coming. I know uh, you're busy. I'm glad you could wake up from your nap. and. <laughs> You got to go to back to work today? Yeah, and awesome graphics, odds and ends. I'm trying to get some guys their hero cards. I fell way behind this year just because yeah. we took on so much racing. So yeah. I want to get everybody their, their stuff uh, by the end of the week. Uh, so I'll be working on that, and then I'll go to work and putz around there for a bit. And come 7 in the morning, I'll be back to sleep. So. There you have it. Well, you're young enough to do it, uh, but you're doing a great job, and best of luck the rest of the season. How about it for a two-time feature winner this year, Brock Heinrich here joining us at Aftershock. Nice young man. Going to be joining us in the booth for Deachins Fest. You heard it. Uh, coming up Friday and Saturday. Again, we've still got a couple more people to talk to. We're going to pay the bills. You're listening to Trackside Live, Blue Jay 96.3. Three. Again, live from the Aftershock Bar here in Wausau. Again, great night to have a full house. I know the uh, establishment appreciates it, but they always invite you to stop down at the Aftershock. You come down on a Tuesdays, they do meat raffles. Uh, Fridays, obviously, fish fry. And before the races on Thursday, we don't race this Thursday, so why not come down to Aftershock? They got the burger special and fries. I believe it's six bucks. You get a, a beer or a, a soda or uh, maybe a, a little mixer. What a deal. What a deal. And uh, again, Friday night before the races, stop for the fish fry. I like Rick's Cajun perch, and I'll tell you what, that is tasty. One of the best fish fries in the city. People always say, hey, go to this place. They're award-winning. Well, most of the times those award-winning places, you already had four or five old fashions, and that's why it tastes good. But this is a good place to get some good foodies and um, appreciate the sponsorship at the racetrack and on the race cars that are down here joining us in the drivers. A guy that, well, he was a one-time feature winner in his lifetime, and uh, now he's a driver. He was a pit guy, still pit guy, now back behind the wheel, and I think everyone's excited to see this guy back racing in central Wisconsin. How about a nice hand for Tucker the Beast Miller, the Beast? Hey, how you guys doing? You know, Beast, uh, I said, hey, why don't we get you to the show? Uh, a lot of people don't know the history. Tucker, your family uh, has uh, some history with this Aftershock Bar. Kind of tell us about this. Yeah, actually, I don't remember the exact year. My mother's here. She'd know the exact yeah, year here. for sure. Uh, my great-grandparents built this bar brand new. Built it, what, back in the 70s? I believe it was in the 50s. 50s. Holy Late cow. 60s. Late 60s. So 40s. I'm looking at mom. Mom's sitting back here. Mom's She's got, pointing at me. It was built in the 40s by my great grandparents. And then uh, it got added on. Obviously, we're in 2020s. Yeah. Uh, no, the section we're sitting in, I think, was added on in like the 90s. Yeah. Early can, 90s. And they had that indoor golf thing. Oh, yeah. Where and you that, hit the golf ball at the screen. It was like an arcade and everything. I remember playing it. Oh, like a top playing. golf. But uh, it, it had like the golden tee. It was probably that graphics back then. Oh, but yeah. They were it, but it was graphics. cool. It was, it was cool. It was terrible graphics. So, Tucker, you're back behind the wheel. You've been doing some wrenching on some cars. You've been helping.
helping what Gabe Summers this uh, off or during the race season. Yep, this season uh, been helping Gabe most of the year and uh, a little bit last year. Uh, basically over the past you know three four years I've worked with Gabe too. So yeah, and then you know, the last few years you were with AJ Krieger. Yep, and uh, the guy next to us his name's Tate Bomber, former racer. Tate ended up purchasing some race cars and Tate, what was the conversation? You're like, you know. Tucker, I don't really know you too much because, you know, you haven't been around the race. And what made you put this uh, Tucker Miller guy behind your wheel of your race car to give him uh, the, the chance to go out and do it again? Well, when uh, Wade Krieger bought two Fury chassis for his daughter to race, I was the one who kind of convinced him in that direction that that's what he needed to do to make her have the top equipment. And when she decided she didn't want to take a step away from racing and he said I might be selling them, uh, that was when I came in and said, uh, well, maybe I'd want to buy them. And I, I knew a lot about Tucker um, from you and from Travis Weisenbeck and Andy Bartelt telling me what a special guy he is and, uh, you know, how much uh, talent he had. And when I looked at uh, that he was the one who built these cars, built the motors, was like an old school racer. When you try and find someone similar that has built their car from the ground up, built the engine too, you just don't find those kind of guys anymore, and uh, no one deserved the opportunity more to drive the cars than Tucker. And he wasn't one of those guys that had to bring a bunch of cash. You're just like, hey, I got faith in this guy, and, you know, you you were out of racing for a little bit. I know you had bomber cars, and, um, you know, you're like, hey, I'm getting back into this, and this is what we're a family-owned team, like family-owned businesses. We are doing it because if I have faith in you, you're a family member, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tucker's become one of my best friends over the last year. I mean, you get to see what a special human being he is, why so many people respect him. I mean, Tucker and I both look at it like a business. If someone wants to come and pay us a bunch of money to drive the cars, then Tucker would definitely move over to being the crew chief, and we'd do that too. But um, we want most important thing is getting the cars on the track and and you know doing what we love and uh, getting some results yeah Tucker you've had a few races this year at mostly Golden Sands you came up to Wasa for a week uh, always seems you're top five right now uh, but the opportunity to do it uh, you walked away from race and I know the guy in the orange shirt was not very happy about it and he was like whatever we got to do we, we got to get this guy in there uh, you've been around the race a long time coming through the ranks uh, what's it mean to you uh, to have the, the faith that this guy has in you to drive the race car after being a crew member? Well, obviously, I mean, it means a lot to me. Um, with the way everything is now with super late models, there's, you know, there's no way I'd be able to afford to own my own cars anymore, you know, let alone drive them also. Um, and, you know, me and Tate, like you say, we became really good friends over the last year. And uh, I'm very grateful, very thankful that, you know, he sees, you know, whatever, all the good good parts of me, I guess, and trusts me to, to drive his cars. I, Like I said, I, I appreciate it so much. I When I quit racing super lates in 14 was my last year, um, I never thought I would ever do it again. I mean, I was actually certain I would never do it again. Um, very thankful for Tate allowing me to drive his cars. Um, you know, I was always happy and having fun. You know, I've been doing this racing thing now for a full-time job for last five years mm -hmm. and um did aj krieger's whole program in full-size cars which i got a you know that was awesome yeah you guys got I, some wins oh, in man. the truck series some track records yeah so. uh, and that was that was 
cool for your you know be happy like hey look at i had faith in this driver and she did a nice job and she ended up winning you know being the miss uh snowflake, yep, miss snowflake. so she had to take a, a step back and is she uh, thinking about getting back into the racing, or is she well, content? I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, yeah, that's know. something we have to ask her. I, you know, well, I will say that she did turn some laps this year. I heard. Yeah, and, and she's been my. She's uh, spotted for me too. Okay, uh, this doing year. spotting. Um, uh, between her and Garrett, um, those two have been spotting for me uh, whenever they're available. Um, I think for the next race at Golden Sands, AJ will be spotting for me again. Well, she AJ is going to take job. my job anyways. I mean. Ask Steve when she would come and do uh, recordings for commercials, one take. I mean, she's pretty spot on on that oh, yeah. stuff. I, it took me about 1,700 times. It's not that easy <laughs> doing that when you do those live recordings. But, uh, you know, with with her taking a step aside, uh, you guys had it all for sale. And then Tate comes in the picture, yep. and he says, hey, I'm going to buy these race cars. And then, boom, I'm the racer. Uh, does it give you a different mindset now when you're helping other teams uh, you try to get information. Have have you got any help from some of the drivers that do this all the time? Because it's totally changed in the last 10 years and when you race a, a super late model. Oh, absolutely. I mean, on that note, that, that's something I wanted to say, too, is, you know, the last time I drove, well, well I did drive them two races last year at Golden Sands at the end of the year. And you were uh, right there. Your buddy yeah, uh, qualified second. The yeah, night. the motor you have in there with uh, Darren Jackson. It was like, yep. oh, Tucker's going to get fast time. Where did this come from? Right. He's got four new tires. He didn't put no weight on everybody. <laughs> I did not. I know. I you know not. people are racing. <laughs> yeah, that guy come in the last race of the season. He's trying to take it away. Help the guys that are here, not the guys that cheat. You know, right. It's just funny you always hear now. That's the yeah, only, exactly. I, uh, we've all heard it. Oh, I know. But, yeah, what I want to say is they, uh, it's, you know, like the speeds of the cars – are similar to what they were, let's say, 10 years ago when I quit. But they drive, in my opinion, they're just, they're more comfortable to drive. Like, everything about them is more comfortable. The seats are more comfortable. They steer nicer. The brakes are better. Everything about them is so much better now. And when you, when I, I remember when you raced, your seat, you're always like, it kind of like you're laying back in that. That's kind of yeah, how you're. I sit really high, though. Yeah. Too. I always like to sit high. That way well, I you're a short guy. My, yeah, I'm really short, and I always like to be able to see the left front, you know, for the apex of the corner and stuff like that. That's just kind of how I've always sat. But so I have a totally different mindset now, though, than when I did, you know, years ago. Um, now my, my main priority is that everybody, you know, my team and Tate and everybody that's there with me, is just that we have fun. You know, yeah. I, I, we got to have fun. That's the whole point. Well, I'm, we I'm, always say that, right? Yeah, but I mean, I'm way beyond my. I'm way beyond my best years of my driving capability. Well, you're still young. Opinion. You're in your thirties. <laughs> But no, I just, I really, I really like doing, uh, back to your original point, is I like trying a lot of things. Obviously, with me, you know, being a crew chief or, or working for other teams, stuff like that, what I really enjoy is trying a bunch of different things on cars that, you know, over the last eight years, let's say, these changes that I make on cars mm -hmm. for people that I work for. I like being able to do that to myself and actually being able to feel what it does. Um, so that's actually been a lot of fun. I will say, every time we've went to a race this year, it's been a completely different setup in the car every time. Um, which I don't, I've been having a lot of fun with that. Now, though, that we're getting down to this last race at Plover, though, and we're yeah. kind of in the championship battle is kind of, you know. Yeah, but that's got to be fun. I mean, yeah. to think that you would have been part of that, uh, you know, coming back out of re retirement, I guess. Yeah. You don't really retire when you're younger. You just walk away, right. I think, unless you, you sign well, a, a contract or something. The thing something. is, I mean, I know some people know, but I ran the uh, 16 Hours of Road America. Yes. I did that twice. And um, I did drive Louis Miriam's Pierstock in 2015 also. And during all that, 
Keith Rene. He helped me do all of it. He helped yep. me do the Road America stuff and everything. I mean, that Road guys, America stuff, it, you know. That was cool. We finished fourth in one Did year. some guy monster truck you? Uh, yeah. Well, T-boned me. Going yeah, T-boned you at Road America. Canada corner. Yeah, you lost And it was, what, you and Pat Tashowski and Steve, right? Yep, me, Pat Tashowski, and Steve Clark. We were the three drivers for that. And race. that's pretty cool. You, you did some other things. You yep. built some hot rods, built the Cream Dragon yep. throughout there, and just a little shop right down the road. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, you got some opportunities. Tate, you know, I thought this was pretty cool the other day when you were down there passing out T-shirts. You know, I've known Tate for a long time, since the 90s, and I know this week it means a lot to Tate, uh, especially, you know, you know, the Wimmer family's been so great to Tate over the years. Uh, if you, people didn't know, Scott Wimmer was always there supporting you when you first started racing. But to see you with your family and to see Tucker with his dad at the racetrack, um, you know, Ed's a longtime racer. I mean, that's the stuff, you know, people don't kind of appreciate until stuff's gone. And uh, I think that makes it a lot fun for you, Tate, uh, just being kind of like the uh, PR guy, right? Well, yeah, and it's it's priceless to put family memories like this. Uh, when I think of something that brings my father together, my teenage son together, and then my three-year-old son all together on the same page, it's nothing like racing. We always love to go mm -hmm. racing together and talk about it and enjoy all aspects of it. And, uh, you know, this last week or a couple weeks ago, my dad broke his pelvis yeah. and he's been in the hospital, so he hasn't been at the races the last couple of times, but otherwise he would be there. And just to get him out of the house with limited mobility and get him interacting with his 15-year-old grandson and and his three-year-old grandson and, and doing it as a family. And Ed Miller, my son Jack. Uh, He'll learn a lot from Ed Miller. I'll tell my you son that. Jack said to me, he goes, <laughs> good, some bad. That, 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 uh, I don't know what I should call him, Mr. Miller or Ed or Eddie or what, but that guy is cool. He is cool. <laughs> yeah, no, but we, I know we got a little bit of time left before we're done, but, you know, you talk about that, uh, you know, Deachin's Fest, Wimmer's family. We know Ron's dealing with some stuff. Tate, we know uh, last few years you've lost your mother. Um, so it, that, those are the special memories. That's what I was getting at. I know uh, that picture you had with your son at Slinger, uh, how cool he thought it was to be at the races where when you were at that age, you were hanging around with some of the coolest guys in racing. And I really enjoyed that because I think that's what it's about getting, you know, the people that maybe are in a part of racing, but this is how you get it started. And, you know, you can spend all the money you want and it's, it's all about those memories. Tucker, uh, any sponsors you want to thank before your time's up oh, here tonight? Absolutely. Obviously, uh, Tate Bomber Racing, uh, Tate, his family for owning the car and all the equipment. Uh, Bomber Funeral Coach, it's one of the Tate's businesses. Uh, Dwayne Krieger Insurance Center. Uh, Tucker Miller Motorsports. You Flips. can't give yourself. I, I'll get well, it. I mean, yeah, I Tucker you. Miller Motorsports helping out the 27. You can't get free plugs. Okay, that'd be a shame. No that. problem. You got it covered. Though. All right, I got it. Uh, got Flipside it. Graphics, of course, Russ and everybody over there. Uh, a and A Lock, of course, Keith's been helping me out for, I mean, over a decade. Uh, Hilltop Auto Wrecking, another longtime sponsor. Wimmer Motorsports. Uh, T.S. Shocks, Travis Sauter's shock company, and uh, Kim's BS. He's going to be serving us up some some food You're here. You're not entered for this Saturday night, are you? No. Okay. No, we are not entered for this Saturday. I didn't know if you were or not, but uh, no. maybe, maybe, maybe. We contemplated it, and, okay. you know, there's a lot of moving parts there to make that happen. So. Well, Tucker, thanks for joining us. I know maybe I'll join you, and maybe Bill Holland could jump in the vehicle, because maybe that Tuesday we'll go to the Racing Roundup show. What do you think, Bill? 
Should we go? Uh, go to the Racing Roundup show. These guys are going to be on it next, but we got them first. And, uh, again, thanks for spending your uh, Monday night. You too. Thank you guys for having us. Thank How about you. a nice hand for Tucker the Beast Miller and Tate Bomber, now a car owner. Again, we still got one more segment. We're going to talk to the king here at Aftershock on Bougie 96.3. <laughs> Bar and Grill here on Blue Jay 96.3, trackside live in our 12th year on the radio. Where did 12 years go? But it's been a lot of fun. Steve, I think this one is right up there. I, I, I know we got this one recorded. I think this might be one of our best. Uh, a lot of great guests. It's great to have, I think we have, what, six super late models. We have a feature here tonight. Uh, we Mark's, Mark's cars out here. Um, it's just great to see everyone. Uh, knowing this week means a lot to everyone that's in this room. Uh, Mar Margo's here tonight. Uh, Dave, who used to pit for Larry Deachins and the history. You know, Bill Holland talked about the history of Larry Deachins, and I know what he meant to a lot of people in racing and kind of got the, the groundwork going for a lot of these racers and people that uh, looked up to him and cheered him on. And it was kind of cool to go to Slinger the other night. And, you know, I standing with big Don Marquardt uh, over by the VIP, and, and you know, Don's, Don was a big supporter of Larry and Ron Wimmer and, you know, just to listen to the stories and you hear some new ones and sometimes it's okay to talk to the old ones. Uh, I think we all do that uh, in the glory years of uh, having great stories in the shop. Uh, you never can forget all the great things Larry Deachins did and the guy he was and um, what he did for racing here at State Park Speedway. It's been just a, a great thing to be a part of in racing no matter what goes on. So a guy that knows a lot of history of Larry Deachins, and a guy knows a lot of history. He's joining us here tonight, brought his race car. Beautiful looking race car. How about a nice hand for Mark Mackesy, Mark? Mark, I know uh, you've been busy. You've been trying. You've been going to practice. We're trying to get that thing figured out. Uh, you got a couple feature wins on the season with the uh, CWRA, and you're like, hey, I live down the road. After Shock Bar, Rick and Sharon support me. Um, we always have a New Year's Day bingo, where you're a celebrity guest bingo caller. Not a fan favorite, because if you didn't know when Mark calls bingo, he calls race car numbers. So he'll be like, 061, Jim Bach. And the older people are like, Who, who's that? I just want to know the number. And then he'll call the next number, and they're like, one game, they're like, he's out. And uh, this last week, we lost a great bingo friend of ours, uh, Pat Plata, uh, who would be a supporter here tonight. And Mark, it's great to be back at Aftershock. Uh, it's been a busy trying year, hasn't it been? It's been something else, that's for sure. I mean, uh, with uh, just the things that we've you know, changed and uh, we just can't seem to catch it always, you know. Um, the setup worked good at Golden Sands when we ran the, the cap, uh, but the new setup doesn't work with, uh, with the, the sticky tires, you know. Uh, but with the cap, you got to tippy-toe around the track. With the, with the, you know, you could tippy-toe if you wanted with the Hoosier, but you're going to get dusted, mm -hmm. and uh, it's not a good feeling on the Hoosier. So uh, we're working on it for sure. I think this last week it got closer, but we still got a ways to go. And if at the worst, this week would be, you know, a solid 100. Hopefully the car stays together for 125 laps. We could maybe learn something there too or find something before then. Um, Dylan's been helping a lot, and uh, he's got some fresh ideas, and it, and it helps that he drives too. So, he, you know, I can bounce stuff off of him and stuff like that. And the other guys are 
working hard too. You know, they're always there, Dave and Grish and Conrad. Uh, uh, Lurch is there every week, stretching. No, Lurch there. was on a two-week vacation here. He was on an Alaskan cruise. Yeah, he, I, I can't believe he had it in the middle of summer. He knows it's race season. I heard he was not happy. Uh, he, he didn't have cell phone reception, so when you hear racing, he's looking to find a race monitor. But that's good for him. You know, sometimes you got to do different things So besides racing all the time. And like you said, it, you've been ups and downs. You've won a lot, and you'll lose more races than you'll win. Uh, but uh, you're, you're still trying, and I'm sure, you know, it must be frustrating because – you're used to being the guy, the winning at State Park. You got, what, your second all-time in feature wins? You yes. Still, yep. still want a couple more to try to run down Dick? That's going to be tough, right? That's going to be really tough with the competition as strong as it is. I know there aren't that many cars there, but the ones that are there are solid and uh, very fast, so that, that makes it tough. You know, and they're young. You know, outside of Jason and myself, they're all early 20s. Yeah. And, uh, you know. And maybe, you were there at one point in your career where – you were racing against uh, Tom back at the end of his career when he was ending the racing world, and then you were the guy. So you get it. You've seen all aspects of racing, and but you're still going to try your hardest and enjoy everything when you're at the racetrack. And you ever get Ollie? Well, sometimes. You know, I mean, it's you, uh, Mike Miller told it one time, you know, you got passion involved with something like that, and then you got competition. Yeah, you know, you're going to have that. And uh, I don't like to do it, but it, every once in a while, you know, and I, I'm Irish, so that flashpoint comes out, Irish-German, you know, oh. every once in a while that flashpoint comes out, and it's not always so, you know, good. I, I had red hair <laughs> yeah. when I had hair. <laughs> but, uh, now Dylan has it for us, so, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, and you've seen him. Yeah, I know what he's got. He's got a temper. <laughs> I've dealt with him. But, uh, you know, come out here, bring the race car. And uh, just come support Rick and Sharon. You know, they came out to you a few years ago, and they're saying, hey, we want to put your name on the car. And that's cool when people come up and they're like, hey, we want to be associated with a guy who's got character and a guy that is a supporter. And that's what we have to do. And no matter what, there's times where people get upset. Maybe a call. Brandon's learning that stuff on the, you know, that end. It's like, you know, because Brandon's probably the nicest guy in racing. And, we all get passionate. Oh, why did this happen and that? It's just a split reaction. And you think you ever could be a race director, or would you be like, no, I'm done? You think you could do it? Yeah, I don't think I could handle the job. That'd 